Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to, uh, have you tried rebooting? This is Aaron and Alex, your, uh, your hosts here. We're both a little tired because it's been a long week and actually it's been a few weeks since we've recorded because we both were traveling. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it feels like it's been a very long time. It's been at least four weeks. <clears throat> yeah. I have. Well, but now the secret is out that we are bulk recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Sometimes that could be good. Other yeah. times not so much. But well, the last time we intended to record three episodes, and we got a fourth just because we squeezed a fourth one in. Yeah, just because we were got talking. Yep. Yeah. Once what you get the juices flowing, but we realized that since we've both been traveling, that this is a good time to actually like uh, tie in some of the reflections from our journeys. Yeah. Um, I've been in Colorado for the past week, and I was able to go attend a Red Rocks service. Nice. And that was cool. How was that? It was great. And it was uh it was one of their smaller campuses. I think I talked to one, I talked to the guy afterwards four to six hundred people ish is the max capacity of the room. Wow. Two services a weekend? Um I think. Okay. Two, or it might have been three. Okay. Because I think they had one at like twelve which surpri- yeah, surprised me. It's kind of a strange time. 12 or 12.30, I can't remember hmm. which one. I suppose once it's in your culture, it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was a decent size, but, you know, looking at... Uh, so, was, well, that kind of leads into one of the things we're going to talk about, which is um, visiting other churches and the importance of it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess I could share... I could share... I'll share kind of like... My experience of doing that first, then we can talk about why so that's important. Perfect. <clears throat> so, walked in. So, their room is very treated and very, like, correctly. Definitely put, like, time and energy in doing that correctly. And I could tell walking in, just hearing the music playing, I was like, this is going to sound great. You know? It's, it's kind of like when you walk into that... Uh, your broadcast room and then walk into your worship center, you know, nor the broadcast room. It's just, it's not like <laughs> yep. that. It's not like that room where like you can hear the blood flowing in your ears, but it's quiet yep. and you can tell that it's controlled. Yep. And like, I felt that walking into their worship center, which was nuts. I mean, it's, it's not an overly huge room, but their ceiling was low, flat ceiling, you know, and they had um, panels three high on the walls. The first one was probably close to a 45 degree angle, like towards the wall. So it was like angled towards the floor. Second row was just flat panels. And then the third row was like a diffusion arc panel. Nice. But I mean, just playing music when we walked in, I was like, whoa, that and like their PA, I swear, must've been like 15 boxes aside now mind you not a big room i was talking to one of my guys about this last night because he's like we always say you can never have enough speaker because you can turn it down but you can't turn it up and i was yep. like there's i mean you're not wrong the, the, the amount of control they had i was like i could tell he wasn't opening it up very much but um it sounded great um well that's um good planning when they built it probably good planning in the design for acoustic oh, yeah. paneling and then probably high quality speakers yeah, yeah, it was a nice system. They were mixing on a Yamaha system. I can't, one of the few brands, I can't just start rattling off model numbers by looking at it. 
and four. Would guess it would be nothing lower than a CL. It was, uh, yeah, I was gonna say it was a CL or or what's the other one? QL? No, QL was down. Is it okay? I think it was a CL. Okay, it looked like that look. I mean, the QLs are pretty similar to Uh, that. Doing lights on a Vista. Nice. Um, So some of us that are using Vista then are proven to not be crazy. (laughs) I was kind of surprised. But um, so I actually, that's how I kind of entered this conversation with the guy because I just, because I was like, you were doing lane design. He's like, yeah. I was like, I just, I wanted to ask questions because they did not use any color. All white? Did they have haze at least? They, they did. They were hazing. I mean, because okay. I was texting um, a couple of my people. And I was yeah. Like, I was like, oh, hey, you know, they can shine, you know, they're shining lights right out over the people and stuff. I was like, it's yep. great. Um, and so, but, but I was like, I was like, he never, there were a couple points near the end where like he would do, it was a white, but like with a blue hue, but it was always a white. Weird. And, 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 you know, so they also had some like blinders on stage. So there were some like different temperatures of white, but it was white. Yeah. And so I, so I was asking him, I was like, did you do the design? He's like, yeah. I was like, what is like, what's the thought process behind the all white? Like, why? Like, I was like, is there a reason? And if yes, like, I just want to know what your thought process, you know, yeah. as a creative right. is. <clears throat> um, and so he was kind of explaining it to me. And, uh, well, if he listens to this, tell me if I, you know, didn't interpret this correctly. The first, the, the one reason was a practical reason was they don't white balance their cameras or they don't, they don't color correct their cameras. Sorry. Oh, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the white is ensuring that they're not skewing that too far in any direction. Yep. The second reason this is the one that if I butcher the interpretation is it had to do with like, t- like the cert, like the recordings being timeless. Uh, so they don't ever look dated or something like that. That's how I interpreted it. Interesting. Right. I can, I under I understand that. I also think that depending on like, I feel like you could add some color and, you know, not automatically look dated, but I understand I understand the concept, and when you pair that with the fact that you're not color correcting your cameras, like there it, you go. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, so that that was kind of interesting because I was I was explaining this to some of my lighting guys, and they're like, I don't know if I'd like that because at first I was like, oh yeah, the, you know, they're like they can like point they can colors. point lights into the into the uh, crowd here. They're like, oh, I wish I want to do that, and I was like, or, or we should go there, and I was like, but you can't use color. They're like, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say I like I like picking colors. Yeah. Um, well, and each design like gives you some options of you know how you lay it out and stuff. But. Well, and I think color color from your lighting rig helps add to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I will um, say I never felt like coming from an environment where we're using color regularly. Yeah, I never felt in that service that there was anything like really like super missing. Like it huh. felt a little bland just because I'm used to that color, but it didn't feel like it was missing. Now I mean, I'm going to go out have, there and actually attend a service at Red Rocks too. He was saying like at their main broadcast campus, you know, they obviously are color correcting and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but it just overall very well. You know, they had a video wall with some uh, where they did lyrics and. Uh, they have lyrics overlaid onto the main wall or did they do like a lyric strip? So they, 
they are not running like you guys heavy backgrounds. So it was very very sparse. Okay. They were running some stuff. Yeah. But it was not a lot. They had the lyrics at the top and then they had two side screens where they were running the broadcast feed. Interesting. Um, and I will say, because I talked to him about that too, and I was yeah. like, he, he was mentioning like their video director, and I was like, or he was, you know, how yeah. great, he's like, I love this guy. I was like, he's very good. You know, they're, I mean, they were, they were rolling at one point, and, and they have a lot of, ro- like, they get a roaming on cam that has full clearance to go anywhere. You know, like, that's, oh. a, that's a step for churches to have, yeah. you know, a guy come right around in front of the drums or something, but like, you saw those shots, I saw some of those shots flying through, and I was like, you know, they're, they were doing IMAG or were they doing, uh, yeah, it'd be the equivalent of IMAG for worship. Yeah. Um, but to see some of those fly through, I was like, those are cool looking shots. Yeah. They had a, and they're running tracks off of an IMAG. (laughs) There's a full size IMAG sitting up there. I'm assuming that we're probably running main stage and tracks off of the same, um, same thing. Um, so there's some stuff like that where it's like, that's, that's interesting, but um, man. Was it at least the smaller iMac or was it the big It was one? pretty big. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but it was also kind of like um, my dad actually made a comment that the back row was kind of in the dark. There's a lot of distance between like the guitars uh, and yeah. the vocalists. And I was like, that's kind of the thing these days. You know, they're right. not super Depth. important. And, and when you have, you know, that's where, that's where color helps. You know, if you can throw some blue down yeah. on those guys. Right. You can make them pop without like being... They don't disappear you know, quite as much, so right. it's a little harder when you're working with white because white draws attention fast. But um, man, it's just it was a great service. Uh, when I was in it, I was I was dealing with some uh, texting my team of some <laughs> things that went down, you know, through the morning. So um, I had to kind of like pull my attention away a couple of times. But and they yeah. had a live message they don't normally have. Um, oh. Yeah. So Do they but, usually stream from the main campus then for sermons? Or? I think he said pre recorded. Pre recorded. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, but the, the room being treated too to a point that, um, personally, when it started, I felt like there were a little bit much on the highs yeah. in the whole system. And I started thinking, I was like, you know, it, it almost sounds like, um, cause we have a ribbon PA at yeah. our place. And so I was like, it almost sounds like they're processing to get it to sound like our ribbon PA, which is funny. Cause like some of our guys will process to make it not sound like, like they'll actually cut highs. That's exactly what it's, I, what I did the couple of times that I've run in your room. Yeah. Which <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like that. I hate, I hate like taking away from what the tech can do. So yeah. I, I solved that problem by la- multiple layers of compression, <clears throat> which kind of does the same thing. It, and, and, but instead of getting rid of it, I just squash it so it, it's fitting in this very narrow, this works yeah. box. Anyways, um, but so, yeah, other than that, they had these um, house lights, the house lights, they had halogens, but then he had these little LED cans that color mixed and so like sometimes sometimes during the big parts of service like you'd be running like little intensity effects back and forth that's cool i I was cool and it was but it was also like they didn't cover the whole room but they were like night lights 
So he'd run them at like, I don't know, 20% or something. And you could see to get around, but like the room was dark. Nice. Which I also thought was interesting because I was like, that's cool. And they probably don't cost that much. I prefer, I prefer having a dark space for worship anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on this, I'm in the same boat. I think, and I think people are like, I've had arguments at my church about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it normally, the, the two big points that, that I like will actually concede to are one, trying the message. People yeah. want to take notes on paper. <clears throat> and and okay, read their Bible. Fine. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I feel like these days most Bible people are using their phone. Yes. Um, but. I mean, still a point. I'm not saying you can't use a real Bible. Just people are tending to go to their phones. Um, And then the other one being um, security team safety stuff. We were in our room fairly dark. Well, the, the main issue is what what ha- the problem is that because our worship center doors are approximately twelve steps from the doors into the building, which are all open windows. Oh yeah. If it's a sunny day, yep. people come in and freak out because it's too dark. And it's not that it's too dark; it's that your eyes haven't adjusted. Yeah. You guys have a bit of a walk. Yes, we do. So you probably however, have time for eyes to adjust, so that problem would go away. But. However, when the sun is setting, it goes right, like, it'll set through a window. So if you open that door to the worship center oh, and we're doing choo. something dark, it should just, it ruins the entire moment. <laughs> That's funny. It's like yeah. Easter, we did a service uh, Saturday night, or Saturday oh. evening, and they were insistent that that specific door stayed open. And I'm like, nope. the entire service... The entire opener for this service, the room needs to be dark. Go open another door. (laughs) These doors you cannot have just propped open. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we have some of those issues. But, uh, you know, it was was pretty dark. And, uh, but but I've had to go through and label, like, the biggest takeaway. Just, they executed so well. And this, and, like... There is a part of me that's that was frustrated yeah. in a good way because I can go in there and I can look and, like, oh, you know, they've got this and this, this cool stuff. Like, they did not have a multi-million dollar lighting rig. No. But he used it well. Yep. The PA, okay, they invested in the PA. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't argue that. But you look through the rest of the stuff that was most impressive to me was just how they executed their service. It was, like, just every piece flowed and was done very intentionally and done well. Good. And I actually, I made a point to ask him, I was like, is your band all volunteers? Yes. Because the stuff I was volunteers. they probably had, uh, uh, staff worship leader. Yeah. Per, standards, sta- the setup that, that 90% of the people listening here are going to have, right? Right. You probably have one staff music person and a yep. volunteer band. That's what they're working with. I was like, so same thing. So you know, the production no, staff the same, like uh, one staff yeah. guy and then the yep. rest is volunteer? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so very similar to what we're all using. <laughs> um, but man, like the stuff I was noticing, you know, like uh, band played a song up front. Now, I mean, it's kind of cool when you can play your own songs. True. Right? There was a lot. I think they did mostly their own stuff. Yeah. Um, but played a song up front. And then they slid in, and the guy comes out to do announcements, and the band never stopped playing. They just slid in and started looping the chorus instrumentally or something. 
but well, in a tasteful way it wasn't just like okay we're gonna go back and just play the chorus again you know like the the entire way that they were playing shifted well the nice thing with a room that's treated that well too you can keep you can have the whole thing including the drums keep going yep without it overpowering well i think there's there's this thing in church world where it's like because i remember my last church all of a sudden like everyone started doing this oh we're gonna underscore like every moment of talking basically and i was like why it's almost everyone well and everyone starts doing that and you know like there has to be some purpose and and you know go back to the intentionality like they're doing it for a reason but just like there always has seemed to be this like fear of letting the rest of the whole band play in that moment you know it's like the whole purpose of the pa is to be able to turn a person up and turn stuff down right you know so you can't do that yeah but just the way that they did it 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 was more the way that they did it that i noticed than the fact that they do it because we do that i would be curious to know like if there ran um if everything's automated or if they are manually running everything talking about so like they're lighting their slides as far as I Even know, their cues on their their audio console, because if they're running that smooth, they're probably running cues on there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, not sure about the lyrics, but um, I mean, they were, I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the lighting was he was running the lights himself because the guy the staff guy was running lights. Ah, gotcha. and I would think if that was automated, he would not put himself there unless he was just needing a person. Um. I could be wrong. Um, but so that, so, you know, so that was, a, that was a takeaway. It, it was all, it was mostly execution stuff yeah. and, you know, like everyone sounded great going to the message. Like there was never, um, there was never really any time dropped. And then the underscore, and this might just be just some growing pains that we're dealing with, but the underscore, right. like the pad that he picked on, on the Nord was so far away from the vocals. I think sometimes people like to noodle on like a piano patch or something. Yeah. It, it was just like there was almost no attack. Just very low, low midi pads. And so you have the guy talking way over here and you got the pads way over here. And I was like, it's so nice for that separation to just inherently yeah. be there. Like I'm sure he's helping it in the PA, but I was like, I guarantee you if you turned his PA filters off for that stuff, it still would be very like separated. Well that's um that's a band that obviously works with their sound guy. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not just a I want this sound, I'm going for this sound. It's a hey, what's gonna what can we do that sounds good. Or they bring their instrument that. out and plug it into the PA and listen to the PA. Yeah. Um you know just yeah, all intentional stuff, but it's all stuff that costs zero dollars. That's the part that kind of got me frustrated. I was like, they're they're smaller than my church, but they're executing better. Yeah. Because they're being more intentional. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes back to the intentionality of that. Um, and this there's a whole list of reasons why, like, visiting other churches every once in a while is a great idea. Um, and a lot of that is learning and seeing what they're intentionally doing so that we can bring that back um, and sit down with our teams and go, hey, this is what I saw. This is what we can do without really spending money. We're just going to mm-hmm. we're just going to take the time and be a little bit more intentional in these decisions as we get to them. 
And I mean, it also lets you see stuff about your, oh, I'm, uh, about your space. And the other, the last thing I noticed, because that's the conversation point is, um, they had hanging like choir mics over the crowd. You know, the little cables. Yeah. 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 We have two in our worship center. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably do, but just the way that ours is set up, it's all shotgun mics. And I was like, we have some of those in our drawer. Right. That would help a lot. You just... Well, you put them halfway back the room. Like yep. You guys have a long room. We do have a long it's room. It's not a super I, wide room, but a it's a long room. Yeah. And it would, you know, the question would be, how do we keep too much PA bleed? But we can play with that. But that's that's another, you know, go to other churches, get ideas. Yeah. Even if you don't talk to their person. The well, peop- if you're listening to this podcast, chances are when you walk into another church, the first 10 minutes, are you just like looking around like, oh, they're doing that. Yep. Oh, they're using this. Oh, they're using that light instead of this light. Oh, they're doing that. Oh. You know? Well, it's like uh, I, um, one of the things that I traveled for was the Philo Conference, which absolutely love that group. Yeah. Um, if you have a chance to go, go. 100% worth it. Um, but... Uh, Going back to my old stomping grounds, you know, I grew up at Willow. and Oh, that's right. We, we It was hosted there, and I got to bring a handful of um, my fellow staff from the church I'm at now. I've been going to Philo for almost a decade, and uh, this is the first time I actually got to bring people to it. That's great. Which, <clears throat> immediately, the first question they asked is, how many people do you know? Because I walked around saying hi to everyone that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this but, is the rest of the trip, guys. Sorry. Yep. It's just talking to people. We're not going to discuss gear or anything. We're just going <laughs> to say hi to the people that I know. Um, no, but going there and just being reminded how they use the space, how Willow uses the space. Because, yeah, uh, the Philo brings in some stuff, but they, they really don't add stuff to the worship center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being reminded that Willow's worship center is 20 years old. I was thinking it was like 15, but no, it is 20 as of the summer. Uh, wow. And just looking at how much of that room is still original. And it's like, you know, the church I'm at now when I was, so I was at the church. Well, you like grew up there, right? Well, yeah, so I grew you got, up at you Willow. have like an extra unique perspective oh, on I that. remember before that worship center was built. Hmm? I remember when they painted out the lines where the Man, walls were going to go in the, huh? <laughs> you old. <laughs> <laughs> My family was there when they put stakes in the ground to kind of mark out the, the outside of where the building's going to be. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. No, wow. I, I remember that. Um, and I found an aerial picture from before and I was like, yep, I remember the parking lot being that way. That's cool. No, but like one of the biggest one of the biggest comments that I get from certain people on our staff cur- at the church I'm at currently is like they feel like our stage is too deep, it's too tall, and it's too wide. You want to trade? I said not everywhere <laughs> has a big stage. We ha- we're blessed with a big stage. Yeah, and I um I took some very like purposeful from different angles pictures at Willow and of their stage because if you know Willow, like they're, sh- they're on the shallow side, right? No, Willows is pretty deep. Okay. Um, And very, very wide and tall Mm -hmm. because the room is just tall. They do a fantastic job of layering. They don't have like an LED wall or anything like that that's back there to fill in space or create an extra backstage area. Like they legit just – they had layers of pipes with like uh, blinders and then they had pixel bulbs or like hanging in a grid pattern. Um, Then they had trussing with like chloro 
taped yeah. to it and then they just lit that and then they just did trussing hanging with other moving lights. It just is very layered. You can turn on one layer at a time or you can just use multiple and just get this nice, you know. And so I was talking to to some of the people, to our worship director and some of the other people on our production staff, and I was like, hey, we should start looking at doing some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, let's start layering stuff. Right now we just have one layer. It's called band. And then we have a LED wall right behind them. Mm-hmm. I was like, we can do a lot with the LED wall. Or hang some stuff or take advantage of 3D space. Yeah, I yeah, wanted or, to do that, you know, like those night lights out over the yeah. congregation, something like that. Well, um, and with that, like, I want to order more trussing, you know, like that thing that I helped you kind of set up in your area, you know, where it's just hanging there and then you have arms that go forward and you've got lights kind of on that entire thing. I would love to do something like that. Semicircle? Uh, well, no. <laughs> we won't, I won't use the trampoline circle that I saw circulating Facebook the last couple of days. <laughs> um, no, but like, you know, where it's, you, you have trust that meets in a point and then you yeah. lift it and it's yeah. not hanging level, it's hanging at an angle. And then we texture. could, right, add texture to it. And then you take the LED wall that we have and you split it into separate pieces, you know, mm-hmm. the nice thing about an LED wall, what can you do with it? Pretty much anything. Yeah. And so if we hung diamonds in different spots or, you know, just a floated off parts of that truss. Right. Could float little panels or something. Now, to do that, I have to um, bring in somebody to come add more rig points. We have a whole rigging system, like, we above our... points to do that? Well, we have points. We just don't have chain spots. And to get to the space that to add more chain lifts, um, we would have to put a ladder in the catwalk. And oh. I don't... What's your catwalk made of? Well, the catwalk is steel. But the rigging grid that we have is a is like 10 feet above it. Yeah. And we don't want to hang Isn't anything. Isn't it also behind it? Or no? Am I thinking right? It is technically. Well, it's not all behind it. There's there's right, a whole right. grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole grid. Like when we first got the LED wall the first time, that they're like, hey, we want to hang it from the ceiling. And I was like, I need to know where our what our roof is rated to hold. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't just put a three thousand pound. I mean, you can if you want to do worship center. <laughs> Luckily, I found that was one thing that they did really well with our worship center when they built it. Oh, our roof is rated for... pretty high. That's we good. have five points that can carry thirty five hundred pounds each. <laughs> Solid. And then we have like ten points that are like twelve hundred pounds, and like another twenty that are five hundred pounds. And I'm just like, perfect. See, I, I wish, entire I, wish I could obtain chain. that information because uh, ours is so old that that information doesn't exist. How? When was your worship center built? 2000. Oh. I suppose that's a, the, our original worship center there, was built there, in 01. So. There are some, inf- there are some like sketches in the plans for like beam joists and stuff, but they don't actually list ratings. Oh. So like... An engineer could come out and use the thing and figure it out. But, I mean, because those beams cross the whole room, but, like, you know, realistically, the thick, like, what those are, like, really thick beams and we're yeah. hanging near the wall where, like, I got to a point where I was just kind of asking people, I was like, look, I'm distributing, I, what, do you remember what the math on that was? Like, 2,400? Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, a ton, maybe. It's like I'm distributing a ton over six points. 
Yeah. And uh, most of those points are on different beers. Like, yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah, like, that was the best the, I can get. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the thing I told you I wouldn't do. I'm not attaching anything oh, to the yeah. ceiling. That's why I did. Unless that. I saw yeah. the the rigging points that it's were rated fine. I'll for get it. fired. Um. <laughs> Honestly, you talk to the engineering team of the the facility, and they they approved it. That's fine. That is now officially off of your hands, my friend. This is true. All that to say, though, uh, I mean, that's one of the biggest things you can gain by going to other churches. Yeah. What does it look like? What what design idea are you going to bring back? Wow, oh, yeah. I never even thought to put a light in that position, do it right. like in this pointing in this direction. Uh, the other the other thing, and this is going to sound maybe a little petty, but it's to help. It helps you win some arguments too. You're not wrong. Um, like we have this thing at our church. We have two side screens, like a normal building does. If we have something that blocks more than two inches of either screen from any single seat. Remember, we have 1,900 seats. Yeah. It's a no-go. You have to change it so it doesn't block the screen. From wh- who dictates that? Um, leadership. Just, I don't know exactly. Like super high up leadership? I don't or know. Or like someone on a board is complaining about I'm it kind sure. of thing? I'm not sure. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I'm just, we just, we have that as well, a culture. Like we can't even. And you don't have a team lead to fight back against that right now, do you? Not currently, no. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we're also potentially going through a big restructure too. So, oh. um, but like going to Philo, seeing the way that Willow runs their jib, I'm like, uh, uh, oh, that yeah. jib is blocking that screen from my seat, but I can see the other screen just fine. So I'm not going to complain. That's about another it. good thing to pay <laughs> attention to cam camera choices. Mm-hmm. A- and, you know, these days, um, what you're doing with it has yep. to be part of a discussion for yep. that. Because uh, Red Rocks had a uh, track cam right in front of their booth. It's actually it's very similar Ooh, to something that cool. I've tried to do. And it was, it's mounted. So they had like a wall that probably comes up to the bottom of your stomach. Yeah. And they had a track on top of it and he would move it back and forth down. It was the entire width of the booth. Was there, there was very a Very similar, you know ours, yeah. pretty close to the length of ours. Yeah. It was a pretty decent amount of track space that was a manned one though right yep. so there's, yep. a guy there's a guy on guy the cart with a camera service. and then one guy just walking it back and forth no no track the track was on top of this wall so it was just one person job oh nice yep. okay yeah they used it during the message a couple of times because and that's when i caught it i was like yeah. oh i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wait hold on that actually looks good because i think i saw him like earlier in the service i just just I either didn't put it together or I just thought he was like running a camera there. Yeah. And I probably did see it. And then I actually saw him moving it. So I was like, oh, okay. That's nice. Okay. Nice touch. Um, well, and I mean, like, I've learned a lot from visiting other churches, mm-hmm. um, especially like having worked at a smaller church uh, in Florida for a while. Um, I made friends with some of the other worship pastors and tech guys at other churches that were my size or smaller in the area. And yeah. I frequently get like an email or a text, hey, how do you do that? Hey, how do you do this? But I would also go to them and go, how did you figure out how to do that? Because most of the time, they're at a very similar budget. Yeah. Well, and, you know? and, and like we've talked about before, you know, different different guys have different like master skills. Oh, yeah. You know, like I was explaining to the Red Rocks guy how we're running two keys out of one per presenter instance. Yeah. 
and he's like, what? I was like, it's like, I'll try to explain it. I was, yep. I was like, basically the win is you can do this, this, and this. He's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I was like, yeah, it's, it's a lot at the, under the hood level, but. We are running out of ProPresenter. We have one output that's dedicated for our lyric strip. That is it, it's the, set the up. video wall lyric strip? Uh-huh. Okay. That's its own, like, it literally is just an SDI line to the lyric strip. There's nothing else we'd ever want to put up there anyway. Yep. So it's just dedicated. It's run as its own screen. And then we have um, a key out, a full out, and then the uh, confidence monitor. Wait, so is your key out an alpha key? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's... What? So you probably have two deck link cards, one of them doing four of those and the other one doing your key out or your weird out. We only or... have one deck link. Didn't you just, you just named five outputs and. No, that's four. Lyric strip, lyric strip. full out. Key out and then. That's Confidence four. monitor. That's five. Four. Your key out is two jacks if you're running an alpha key. Oh, apparently we're not running an alpha key. <laughs> <laughs> video systems are not. I was like, I know like, I counted right. <laughs> video systems are not my super strong point. Uh, we do technically have five outputs from the computer, but it's yeah. once the HDMI. Well, maybe that's what's going on. If you're using an screen. HDMI for one, then you'd have. Four, well, two that's just for the screen key. though, because yeah. we're running oh, a Mac Mini. Yeah, we are running two decklink cards now. I want to so we we have at at our smaller campus right now we have a 2013 Mac uh trash can running pro presenter those things are solid uh not if you have Spotify open it cannot run huh. Spotify and pro presenter at really? the same time yep it Ours just can <laughs> Yeah, it just... also runs an RTA, um, an instance of SoundGrid to connect to the console, and yeah, no. one or two other things. So I've been proposing <laughs> we replace it with another M1 Mac Mini. Well, that's like the go-to replacement for anything these days. Yeah, I'm just like, and then I'll do a Decklink card and then call yeah. it a day. And then that's my plan for every campus going forward nowadays is just... An M1 Mac Mini and a Declan. We, we have a Mac Studio running our per presenter, but well, not all of us have that kind of budget. I Alex. mean, we didn't either. It was like a leadership was like, "Yeah, we should replace this." I was like, "Okay, I think, I think we need to replace some things in some other rooms and stuff." And I was being proactive. I was like, "Well, here's the deal." I was like, "There are sub machines that probably could use more power." Yeah. In our other rooms now, and there, there's we had the PC Mac discussion in the past. Yeah, there are some people on staff that are very. Oh, if it's a production PC, it has to be a Mac. And I mean, in certain avenues, I think there's value to that idea. Yeah, but it's not always true. But Correct. In this case, because we had already started putting Macs into other places, I was like, it, they all need to be the same. So yep. yes, I was like, but. I really don't think we need an M1 Mac in our, you know, XYZ classroom that's literally going to run ProPresenter, and that's it. I mean, it just needs to be a Mac. So I was like, you logically. Buy a, you buy a renewed 2017 iMac on Amazon for nothing. Something like that. But I was like, or we could put the M1 in, you know, RCG machine at the time was probably only two or three years old. Like, yeah. I replaced it the last time. And it was, like, shortly before COVID. Yeah. It's not that old. Gets the job done. There were a couple hiccups here and there, but I was like, 
we put the M1 there, or in this case, the Mac, we'll put a Mac Studio there, and yep. that 27-inch iMac that's more than enough will go to a classroom. Perfect. You know, so I was like, let's replace the machines that we're using to do stuff. Right. And, the and make, the mission the critical machines. To other places. That way we have a little bit more of a reason to put good money into that. And well, and that makes sense, longer. you know, that makes sense. No, but it, it's like looking at how different churches structure their, uh, their teams. Like uh, mm-hmm. I just reached out to some of my friends at Willow that still work there that I was like, hey, we have a potential restructure coming in our in our department. Um, having grown up at Willow and having served and everything, uh, I think Willow's got a pretty good handle on how to structure their team. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, do you guys have an example like org chart that I could just look at and, and just compare my notes and yeah. my – like the one that I kind of have handed over and said, here is what I think would work for our team. And just see, like, you know, our lead pastor wants us to get to that size. You know? Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to build a 9,000-seat worship center. It's um, going to be, be a little wild. But, uh, I mean, but he, he wants us to get to Anything is possible, that. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. You are correct. But we also, like, we don't have 12 satellite campuses. True. And I think in our location, that's not logical. Well, we're never going to have tons of big ones. Yeah. Uh, like this area, I think it, there's there's yeah. more value in having one larger location. Yep. Or, I mean, like uh, some of the towns, and I mean, our smaller campus is only 15 minutes away from our big campus. Oh, it's that close? Yeah. Huh. And honestly, our lead pastor said that that's kind of his goal. He's like... To integrate those? It's the, he wants them about 15 minutes apart. Oh, it, the thought process behind that is a single mom in the winter is only going to go about 15 minutes away to go to church. And it makes sense because here's the thing. We have a campus in some of the smaller towns because of where we are. We have a few bigger cities and then we have some smaller, you know, more farmer towns that are growing, but they're not huge. Like our, our second campus right now is in a town of 3,300 people. Yeah. Our main campus is in a city of 90,000 people. Yeah. Well, and this is why it's important, you know, when you are doing this stuff to, to keep in mind, you know, what is the area? Like oh, yeah. Red Rocks, Colorado, you know, there's uh, – you have to keep that kind of stuff in mind because yeah. otherwise you're not comparing. It's okay to make a comparison, but you have to, in the back of your head, keep these stipulations in mind. Yes. Right? This is something that won't work. Like uh, two of the things that caught me really off guard, and, and I grew up Lutheran. I don't know if I've ever said that on here. Oh no, I didn't even it's like know traditional that. Lutheran. That makes sense. You know, and, and it's why I don't. Um, you probably wouldn't know, but like some of the guys at my church would notice that I don't always get go all the way in for certain things because I'm like I still have that. There's certain Lutheran things that still make like yeah. I are me. Um, but the two things that caught me off guard was one. They are still past past it past a basket for offering. Wow, it's been a while since I've been in a room that did that, and it came. I was like, what? someone ta- or like my mom or someone sitting next to me, like tapped my shoulder in the middle of the song. I was like, what? Or during the, I was like, what? I was like, oh, oh, and passed it to the person yeah. next to me. Right. Um, Every church that I know of stopped doing that in like 2020. Well, and I would guess that they probably stopped, but they made an intentional reason to start again. 
I actually I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was just it was it was, it was kind of refreshing in a way. And, yeah. and the other the other time they caught me off was when they shared the piece. And it wasn't like it wasn't like the peace be with you piece. It yeah. was just hey, turn to your you know turn to the people around you and say hello and say hello, which is basically you know like turn around the person behind me, shake their hand, and say hey, oh. good morning or something like okay. that. You know, so basically the, the the contemporary sharing of the peace, yeah. if you will. I'm still not understanding what you mean by that phrase. It must be a in okay. So in like Catholic Lutheran Church, there's like a point in service every week. And whoever's leading the moment will say, peace be with you. Oh, or, and also, and with, also you. with you. Okay. And then now let's share this peace, peace with each other. And you turn around and say, peace be with you, shake their hand. Peace be with gotcha. you, shake your hand. And you interact with the people around you. So, yeah. So it's the, the, the contemporary changes. version of that is let's greet each other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we, we're in our church, we're kind of, we're also doing some, I don't want to call it a restructure word realigning to like discipleship oriented yep. ministry yep. and like just church in general. And so I like coming off of that, I was like, man, how apparently uh, one of our worship people has been doing this. Um, Cause the, I was talking to my front of house, one of my front of house guys, you know, yeah. he's like uh, the pet, the last two times I've been on, he's done that. I was like, well, the last time, two times you've been on, I've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so that would explain why yeah. I haven't seen it happen yet. But um I was like, just the intentionality of that. I was like, it, 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 trying to build a culture around discipleship, yep. you know, where you're interacting with people. It's like, that is a great way to just yeah. start that. And it's low pressure. And, you know, you don't have to, but. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, very interesting. It's just, you know, and, you know, I, I can see some people, if, if you grew up in like a, you know, um, modern style church, non-denominational church, and yep. never experienced that before. What the heck is this basket for? Because they did not, they did well, not, um, and I remember we had a discussion about this when we stopped the basket, because there was a time where in non-denominational church settings, if it was your first week there, yeah, and you sit down and someone hand, you, you, you watch the person next to you get this basket, put money in it, and hand it to you, and you're like, now what? Willow always did the handed the basket as yeah. an, as a very large non denominational church. Do they ever talk about like why? Do they talk about the basket at all while they were doing it? They probably did. Okay, because this, this, this specific service they did, I don't re, unless I was dealing with a work thing. I don't remember hearing them say much about it. But they were just talking about stuff and, um, but. Yeah, again, just cool experience. They right. were following up on bap- they baptized a thousand people the last weekend. Oh my! Because That's all really of their cool. campuses baptized the same day. That's cool. It is cool. I really, I really like the structure where you have an intentional service for baptism. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, a church that I worked at uh, didn't. If somebody wanted to get baptized, they'd email the office. We would fill the baptistry, and they'd get baptized that coming Sunday. Oh, really? Interesting. And so sometimes we would... Would you, you also know. have walk-ups then where they would also get no, baptized? No, no, no. Huh. Everybody that got baptized had to go through a, like a class or um, just some sort of discipleship to make sure they were actually understanding what they were doing, which was good. And oh, yeah, yeah you we, did have, we did have some services that were more intentionally baptism services, but they were like, you know, once a month almost, we would just sure. have a like... There would be happen to be a Sunday where four people, you know, 
But every once in a while, you just get this random, like... That's interesting. Hey, we're going to baptize this one person in the 9 o'clock service. Oh, okay. Sure. (laughs) Huh. Which is fine. It's great. Baptizing people is great. I just like their... You can do some cooler stuff when you're a little more intentional about it. Yeah. And And it goes back to the intentional... Intentional with anything. Like... Yeah. Yeah. No, uh... Listen to all this stuff that you can get from visiting churches. <laughs> just go, like, just visit a church and, you know, if somebody walks up to you while you're at church, while you're at your church and go, hey, I am the tech person for this church yeah. in this other state somewhere. I had a great conversation with one of their greeters about that. Actually, my dad started it. Like, I'm not always <laughs> super social and it was kind of early and he mentioned I was from another church and that, I mean, they're a greeter, like, I swear, ear to ear smiles. Nice. Like very happy people. Always They're do. very good at what they do. Nice. And, uh, you know, I, still, I actually think I missed part of the first song. I couldn't, I think I missed part of the first song because I was out there chatting with them about stuff. And I was like, all right, I should probably go in there. <laughs> I, I, got, I actually got confused because I had been watching the TV and I had seen a countdown. And then I thought I was like, I think I had like two minutes. Yeah. And then there was a song playing. So I'm not sure if they just, the band just took over and plays a song or two before a service officially starts. You know, it's, been, it's kind of like a unofficial yeah. start time. We've been experimenting with that. Every once in a while, we'll be yeah. like, we'll have a five-minute countdown, but two minutes left into the countdown, the band will start playing something. We regularly start during that countdown, but the countdown stays up, and it's yeah. it's predetermined to a point where, like, the band strikes up at 141 because we're doing chorus, chorus, bridge, end, and the track ends at one minute, right. 41 minute. Or one minute, 41 seconds later. Right. But theirs, I swear, the countdown went away. Oh. Now, depending, you know, if they have a broadcast campus and they're not streaming or or they don't start streaming until that service start, they yeah. have, you know, an ability to play with that, right. which might be what happened. But Or I lost track of time. I don't know which one it was. I, I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I assumed it was. But I was like, there is a possibility that they pulled that and, and yeah. you know, it, if that's... Again, we talk about the demographics of the area. Yep. If having a soft start time because some there's some weeks where people are, you know, everyone just comes late, that could be a thing. Yeah. Well, that could very easily be, be a church a culture Packers thing. game, you know. Yeah. There could very <laughs> easily be a church culture thing going on there. Yeah. So I wasn't going to throw that by him, but um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, very, I had a conversation in the lobby about it. Um, during that baptism announcement, the lady next to me was like telling me how she got baptized in Texas and all this stuff. Oh, like it was, it was, that's, that's really cool. Though. It was a very like, refreshing, like experience in general. That's nice. Yeah. I, Red Rocks is on my list of churches that I want to go. I want to, um, I, uh, this summer, my wife and I are going to go out to North Carolina. Oh, and, nice. Um, we have some friends that. Our friend, my friend, is a worship or pa- youth pastor at the at his church out there, and so we're going to attend a service with them, and then um, yeah, I'm going to see if I can't sneak down to like elevation. Oh, cool. Um, it's not elevation. Is it elevation? What? There's one of the bigger churches that's out there that's oh. in North Carolina, and oh, we're only going to be I'm like sure. an, an hour and a half oh, from them. That's worth trying like, to do, right? Yeah, I was just like. Oh, We'll see if I can't get over there. And well, just... I was I found it interesting because like Red Rocks kind of exploded out of the rocks. Yeah, 
you know, like I remember, I kind of, I don't remember how I discovered them, but I found some of their music like before they kind of became like big. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Cause it's, um, I'm not trying to like put anybody in boxes here. They're kind of like a more mainstream Ren collective. Yes. It's I would a little, agree or, with that. Or, or a little less country Ren collective. I, which, I would agree I with like. that. They yeah. have that kind of West Western influence. Yeah. But it's still within that kind of box that like Bethel and Jesus culture and Hillsong have kind of created. Yep. Which I like because it, and it has that kind of like Nashville singer songwriter kind of yes. feel to it. Yep. Which makes it kind of special. Um, you know, so, but I know that they, like they're kind of up there with the other names that I just named now. Yeah. Um, but it's funny when I, you know, and I mentioned it to like my family. So it's like, who? What church? I was like, y'all have heard of Bethel and Hillsong and all that. It's like, but there's a lot of people so like further away have not. But right. we sing a lot of their songs at our services. Well, we do. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I don't think so. I was surprised the other day I was doing some lighting cues and I pulled up the Planning Center MP3 to see the red rocks worship and i was like oh i didn't know this was a red rocks song and it might have just been their version of it yeah. i don't know but no like, there's God. a there's a lot of songs that i have discovered over the years that i've i i um quite enjoy and that are red rock songs yeah i very much so so to the red rocks crew if you're listening kudos to you yes very good experience from uh from way back here all around and to everybody else visit other churches even if it's a church yeah. in your city like yeah reach out to them my first week here when i moved here yeah the week you sent me that message yeah i went to a crap Did i can't you? say that i went to the church that you work at <laughs> <sighs> because um that exact same reason. I was like, I'm right. going to be working at this church. I want to see what other people in the area are doing. Right. And I wanted to go to some of the other ones, and I just haven't all the way followed through on that. Well, in our area, there's there's four big ones in our town. There's a lot of smaller ones, but there's four main kind of – and and the way that our city's set up, it's almost a square. Yeah. And we're almost – you and I are almost a diagonal across from mm-hmm. each other. Yes. And then the one of the, and there's water through the middle, so you can't just drive the diagonal. Yeah, well, and there's no road that goes through that diagonal. Yeah, there. Um, and then at the bottom corner, there's another one, and then up almost near me is actually near us is actually the other one. It's only like two miles from us. Yeah, is the other one, and then up uh, city north of us, there's another bigger church, but there's still. Where my church has definitely got the the larger worship center in the area at the moment. Yes, at, at our at our one. Yeah, at our main campus. Yeah. So, but yeah, I did that when I first moved here. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to again, you have to be intentional about it. But you know, I got to reach out to. Uh, I reached out to the one church. Uh, while ago because we were buying symbols and i wanted to go oh like, yeah i saw on their website and i was like hey i know that church let me reach out to their tech guy and then i never heard back from him and then it turns out it's because he doesn't work there anymore so oh. i gotta reach out to their new guy now we already bought the symbols and yeah. by the way i love them but this this I, it just goes back to our you know make friends yeah 
it Make goes friends. in with that, right? It's all it's all an intricate mesh, and yes. the more people you know, you know, we're not. I think it's not as compete with each other, correct? As you think, I don't think I shared this the last time we played, but I went to a conference once. Uh, I think it's put on in um, Columbus, where I moved from, called Drum Days. It's okay. for drummers, and they have like two or three days worth of, you know. It'd be like Philo for drummers, kind of. Ah. You know, okay. it's a lot of master classes, and they bring in a lot of big names, and they give presentations and demos, and they play stuff. And, yeah. Um, and so uh, there's a guy named Mike Johnston, and drummers might probably know who he is. He's a very well-known educator in drum set world. Nice. But uh, I was in one of his sessions, and... I'll never forget this because it totally, and it changed like my mindset on a lot of things outside of drumming, but he kind of explained, he's like, we're all on the same journey, but we're all in different places. Yeah. In terms of like education, right? So yeah. like, you know, he can show you something that might help you get further along your journey, but like you could show someone else something that helps them along their journey. And it totally like especially in college when you're like trying to become the best, you know, and then like if someone else picks someone else for, for yep. the gig, you're like, Oh man, I'm not good enough. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. All that kind of stuff. Just totally reframed everything. in that like moment, I was like, dang, that, that actually applies to so many things. And it applies to all this stuff too. You know, the more friends you have. Right. Well, and then like, uh, on a, on a more gear related side, Sometimes if you have friends at other churches in your area and you're doing a special event, you need to borrow something. Yeah. Borrow something? Need to yeah. need to borrow a chain hoist for three months until yours comes in because they sent you the wrong one? Yeah. That, right. Everyone's like, that's oddly specific, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the situation that's happened here. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that chain hoist, I need it back tomorrow. <laughs> No, shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sits in a bucket. Yeah, it's fine. No, but like, learn from learn from the people that you meet. Go visit other churches. Yeah, and again, we're just going to repeat the make friends with people. Make friends with people. Yeah, Vis- visiting is kind of an extension of that. With the, you know, addition of. You you could go in and not talk to anybody. I've done uh-huh. that before. I think, you know, I've gone to church with family or whatever. Now, these are often very traditional churches, you know, but even then sometimes you could take some things away. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it's all, you know, you have to go with that mindset, though. If I go into Elevation Church, yeah. I'm going to go in going, okay, they're doing this, but they have a budget of probably millions of dollars. Yes. And I know this. I'm not going to go home and ask for, you know, a $80,000 PA. I'm going to go home and be like, hey, I saw XYZ being done with lights. It's like, we can't afford the, you know, 5000 per head moving lights. Right. But we do have some moving lights that we could accomplish something similar with yep. if we maybe spend $1,000. Right. Or put or or spend $300 to be able to mount them over here instead of over there. Right. You know, or even, and just right. get the juices flowing. Right. It's like learn how, uh, just go take ideas, learn how to use what you have. And this, 
sometimes you do have to add stuff. And that's why, I mean, even in lighting world, uh, like um, some of my lighting people, like when they program, yeah, it's been a while. I've been doing a lot of programming recently, but um, some of them would come in on a Thursday and just write stuff. And like I would check it and all right. that, but there'd just be sometimes like, especially when we get new designs yes. a little ways in and yep. they'll do something. I was like, I never even would have thought to do that. It's nope. like, that's actually kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. You know, um, I, every once in a while I have one of those, like I had this week I came, I found a new like texture layer thing I could do with some of the stuff, the way we set it up. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't think of doing that before, <laughs> you know, but right. Um, just stuff to try in yep. inspiration, whether that be ideas or ways to do things or things to try that, that requires you taking it to a team level. There's always something that you can learn just by observing. Yes. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are almost to a hundred hits on our, on our did we podcast. say we were going to do something at 100 hits? I think we did. We're going to have to go well, back and Well, you said 10, that. but... Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll um, eat cake. Perfect. We'll eat cake. <laughs> uh, or we'll do our first one hosted at a restaurant, and we'll do a food review with it. And or video. And, Maybe yeah. we could do some video. Um, but yeah, send in your questions. We want more questions. Have you tried rebooting.podcast at gmail.com? Or join the Discord. Or Link join. to the Discord is in the notes, podcast notes. Perfect. Um, uh, or join our Facebook community. Yeah. Yep. Join us on Facebook. Until next time. Have a great week. Bye.